I want you to lift up your hands and just close your eyes. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that is here. Thank you for our healing. And thank you for our well-being. The Bible says all things that are seated and requisite for life. You've given to us by your divine power. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want to read from two places in scripture. The first one is Ephesians 1. Now, I want you to take your time and look at how beautiful Paul set forth the mystery of God in Ephesians 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Wherein he hath abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Having made known to us the mystery of his will. According to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times. He might gather together in one all things in Christ. Both which are in heaven and which are on earth. Even in him. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Being predestinated according to the purpose of him. Who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. That we should be to the praise of his glory. Who first trusted in Christ. In whom also ye trusted. After that ye heard the word of truth. The gospel of your salvation. In whom also after ye believed. Ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Which is the earnest of our inheritance. Until the redemption of the purchase. Possession unto the praise of his grace. Wherefore I also. After I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and love to all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that he may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality, power and might. Dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And hath put all things under his feet. And gave him to the head of all things to the church. Which is his body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. Now if you read this kind of words there's no way you can live a defeated life see the problem is some of you read the wrong part of the bible the part that was not written to you all scripture is given by the inspiration of the holy spirit all so we believe in the entirety of the bible we believe we are a full gospel church we believe that from genesis to revelation is a full revelation of the mind and the will and the purposes of God. And he shows us how we can live in all godliness. And sojourn here in wisdom. But you see, when God was writing the Bible or was speaking his word, he had everybody in mind. He had a drug addict in mind. He had a king in mind. He had a saint in mind. He had the prostitute in mind. He had the self-righteous in mind. And he had a true righteous man in mind. He had the young people in mind. He had strong people in mind. He had weak people. People who are battered with life. People who are struggling with life. People who are slow to learn. He had everybody in mind. He had babies in mind. So some of the word was milk. And he had adults also in mind. So some of the word is solid food. And in the Bible, we have the revelation, the progression of the Logos, the revelation of the ways of God. It starts from Genesis and climax with Christ. Because Christ is the standard of measurement in the spirit. 
So even time is measured by Christ. So when Christ appeared, we call it the fullness of time or the end time or the last days. So the climax is Christ. But in the gospel, it tells us about Christ and what Christ did. But the mystery and the revelation of what Christ did is in the epistles. So then the climax is the epistles, Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Timothy, Titus and Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1st and 2nd Peter, 1st and 2nd Third John, Jude and Revelation. That is where you have the revelation of the mystery. What Christ accomplished. When Jesus came, he came in the volume of the book, the whole Bible. Everything God said and is saying and will say was encapsulated in one man called the word of god and it was not just verbal or written but it was the word lived so god was talking about his love 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 people were not getting it so somebody had to live the true love of god that he will come down condescend as god i mean from the height of god and become like a mere man sinful man in fact he actually asked a sinful man to baptize him and came so low he demonstrated humility demonstrated faith I mean, he went through everything anybody could go through to show us how to live this life. But more importantly, to be a demonstration and a manifestation of the word of God. But you see, all the while God had a purpose, his eternal purpose. And that eternal purpose was hidden. And then he had a plan and he set for this plan with wisdom. So he started with a shadow. And started preparing the stage and then we have the climax for example the man he had in mind was not adam the man he had in mind was not the first adam actually the whole of the first creation was just a shadow yesterday we studied on the resurrection and we said the resurrection is not just christ died and then woke up that's not it we said that in the resurrection of christ god exerted all his power, all his wisdom, all his love, the whole glory of God went into raising Christ. Because the idea was not just to get Christ out of the grave. The idea was to recreate all things. And by all things, we're not just talking about spiritual and physical. We're not also just talking about the tangible. But we're also talking about the intangible. So the creation of even thoughts, ideas, concepts, and forces. So God was going to replace the forces of nature with the forces of the spirit and he was going to recreate everything recreate men so that's how come we got born again through the resurrection of christ when he rose from the dead that's when we we're born from the dead that's when we rose with him he started with us so we are the first fruit but then all creation is going to be gathered into christ and recreated but the act of resurrection we agree was a recreation now listen very carefully so yesterday we agreed that in the resurrection of Christ, it was the displacement and the replacement of the cosmos, the heavenlies and the wells and the ages. And in one act, God corrected eternally every mistake that was done so that another devil cannot arise in the age to come. We explain also that in the first creation, God did not fill the first creation with his full glory. He was a little bit apart from the first creation because if god filled the first creation with his fullness there wouldn't have been a, even a devil in the first place no space for a devil but you see god saw the conception of sin long before creation of the earth so what he did was he allowed that sin that was not manifest but just a potential in the devil when it was not yet even committed but he knew he allowed time for all this sin to come out that is what is happening now because god intended the first creation to be a shadow it was not a reality that's why god didn't feel the first creation with all his glory it was a little bit of his glory now you see shadow is like when i'm coming and you can't see me yet and my shadow is ahead of me if the light comes from behind me and my shadow is ahead of me at least with my shadow you can know that i'm coming so the whole testament was just to figure out god a little bit of his mercy of his judgment of his holiness a little bit of everything but you see a thousand shadows never make a reality 
So all the shadows put together, elaborate, wonderful as they are, the blood of bull and goats can never take away sins. It can cover sins, but it cannot take away sins. Even if it does take away sin, it cannot purge the conscience of the worshiper. In fact, the Bible actually said that the heavenly tabernacle itself should be purged with better sacrifices because everything was a shadow of the truth. I don't intend to go back into all that, but this background and this introduction is very important because of what I want to share. Ladies and gentlemen, the resurrection of Christ, we agreed, was the recreation. So when Christ rose from the dead, it was the recreation of a new world and a new eternal order. And what God is doing is that everything is being gathered into Christ and everything will be born out of Christ because in the new creation, Christ becomes the realm of existence. If you like, Christ is the new world in which everything must be in. What is happening is that the devil's least term is passing. So a time is going to come when this whole world will fold like a blanket and everything will pass. It's already dead, but men don't know it yet. Because as for men, they have to see it feely, feely before they believe. They are sensual. They don't know this earth has passed. They don't know that this age has passed. They don't know that the devil is dead. They don't know that the prince of the world is dead. They don't know that this world, there's judgment on it already. There's already judgment on the world. That's why those who believe in him, they say they shall not perish. But the rest will perish because there's already judgment. And this thing is passing away. So it's just the least term of the devil running out. And very soon this whole thing will go. And the real will remain. Now, in that new world, Jesus becomes the realm of existence. So if anything is not Christ, it cannot exist. That is the only guarantee that another devil will not arise. Because there will be no thought or imagination that can produce sin. Because in that realm, the realm is Christ. And everything that will exist will only be a product of Christ and God himself. Actually, Bible says he descended and ascended that he might feel all things. So what is happening is that when Jesus rose up, he began to feel all things, but it's gradual. Once he's feeling all things, the old creation is also passing away. And a time will come, this one will pass away, and Jesus will feel all, that he will be all in all. I've been trying to teach this for like... Um, a year now yesterday the lord said to me you think that the people get what you're teaching they don't get it you've been saying that there's a new creation do you think they believe it they don't even understand it so they won't believe it that's why i taught it again all over again yesterday i hope it's a little bit clear now so can we move from there what you know is that when you are born again you are a new creation yes you are a new creation you are the first fruit of the new creation but the new creation itself is Christ where Christ becomes the world in which everything cohere in which everything consists and exists and subsists let me say this to you you see when John had a revelation about Jesus he was talking about eternal things so when he said all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made it's both literal and metaphorical it's both Something that happened in the past and something that will be consummated in the future. Because actually, when he said, in him was life. The original said, what came to be out of him was life. When the Bible says, and all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. The original says, everything had its being. Or its existence by him. And without him, there was no existence. So, in that scripture, he was trying to say that the ability to be, to even exist in the first place, was Christ. So, nothing could exist without Christ. But now we see a lot of things existing without Christ in a sense. Because of all this evil that is happening. But, in the new world, nothing will exist without Christ because outside him there's no existence in fact there is even not vacuum because vacuum in itself is something you can't even say emptiness or you can't even say void even there will be no void outside him there's just nothing without him which means that he becomes existence amen so when Christ rose from the dead he became 
the new creation the new realm of existence and then you got born again right there so we are the first fruits we are the first fruit of the new world we are the first fruit of this new creation so long before the devil's least time runs out and this old creation passes we are already in the new creation getting acquainted with a new life before fullness we got a down payment before the full payment we got the earnest so the scripture i read says in him in him in him in him in him in him what he's saying is that you are blessed with all spiritual blessings and heavenly blessings in christ in him we have redemption even our forgiveness prudence wisdom grace riches now that's why i read the whole of ephesians 1 everything in him in him now this is it when you got born again you live in him honey you got no business outside him your whole field of experience is supposed to be in him and what god wants you to do is that your wisdom should be derived from him your strength from him everything about you should be from him and what god wants us to do is he wants us to get acquainted with our new environment that's what a lot of guys are finding it tough to do he wants your entire experience to be the divine experience the length and the breadth and the height and the depth of the love of god he wants you to be walking in christ and he wants you to know him many of us are trying to know a lot of things but seriously speaking there's nothing to know you see there are a lot of things that people learn and then after a while they unlearn and then they relearn in every sphere of life there are things you learn and after a while you realize that there's more to know or to learn and then you begin to unlearn yourself of some of the things you believed you know why because they were not truths they were just facts and facts are situational facts are part of the truth not the whole facts are temporal and so the facts will keep changing they are like figures when things change the figures change economies will keep changing are you here and events things will keep changing so we learn this and tomorrow we realize it's not relevant we learn this and tomorrow we realize ah, this thing doesn't work we learn this and we say that this thing works for a while it works here it doesn't work there it works in this situation it doesn't work here actually that's the difference between a principle and a value principles are like truths eternal and universal and self-evident it will interest you to know that even the bible contains a lot of facts in addition to the truth especially the old testament because if there were truth they should be eternal so why are they done with or why has the old covenant passed it was because you see the old covenant you need to understand that the devil and sin was at the center it was a law that was given to a sinner and so the whole program was just to service the debt and not to pay the debt it was a temporal program because there was no remedy to sin and there was no remedy to spiritual death before jesus came so what god gave them were like facts but not truths that's why i encourage you to read the new testament you see a man who reads the new testament gets acquainted with truth it's been said that we all see things not as they are but as we are because we have our lenses or our paradigms or our perspectives and we see things as we are conditioned to see them that's why it's dangerous not to read the bible because for all your life you can hold on to facts there's no curse as terrible as believing a lie but thank god for the holy ghost and for the new testament and truth too if it's not revealed you can't get it any year truth is not in the public domain truth is god and it's a mystery and it has to be revealed that is why oh come on jesus says i'm the truth and the holy spirit is the spirit of truth and the word of god is the word of truth so instead of living in christ 
and insisting that our experience should only be that which is in Christ. What we do is, we hear God speak to us clearly. We say, yeah, God, this is what you said, but. We read the word of God and say, well, this is what the Bible says, but. It's facts that behave like that. Truths don't behave like that. Facts says, this is it, but. Under the circumstance, because facts change. But you can't read truth and say, this is what the Bible says, but. You say, this is what the Bible says, therefore. I believe, therefore. I have spoken as it is written. We have believed, therefore have we spoken. I believe, therefore have I spoken as it is written. We too, we have believed, therefore have we spoken. So, what I'm supposed to do is to be conscious of my new environment and insist that my experience should be everything that happens in Christ. Because that's my new world. And the earlier you get used to it, the better. I mean, you are going to learn the faith talk. You're going to talk like somebody in the new world in Christ. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracle of God. The words you hear in that new world, which is Christ, is just the word of God. And the words that will be spoken in that world is only the word of God. So if any man speak, let him speak as the oracle of God. Now, you must learn to believe. And two things actually affect your faith. The things you see and the things you hear. And the Holy Spirit is there to give you revelation. To give you vision. And to keep speaking inspiration into your inner man to strengthen you to comprehend or apprehend. You see, it says we must be strong enough to apprehend. People don't know that spiritual things need spiritual energy. Faith is a big stuff, so you need to be strong. Hallelujah. But you cannot be hearing the word of the world, which is filled with fear. Do you know that the spirit of the world is the spirit of fear? The Bible says you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Hallelujah. Bible says you have not received the spirit of the world, but spirit which be of God. The spirit of the world is spirit of fear. That is why the evil news keep going forth. So that people can live in fear. See, when you turn on the television, it's evil news on. The good news is only in Christ. Paul said, when I came among you, I was determined not to know anything. Save Christ and him crucified. Honey, you must be determined not to know what is happening in church. Because sometimes people come to church and instead of insisting on knowing Christ, they want to know things about the church. Or things about the people in the church. And they get distracted. Some of them even get discouraged. Paul said, when I came among you, I was determined. I made a conscious effort that I don't want to know nothing except Christ and Him crucified. Listen. You must be determined not to know anything. This new place I'm in, I don't want to know what is happening around. Now, I'm not saying don't get current. I'm not saying don't read the news. I'm not saying that don't know the things that are happening around you. You shouldn't be aware. But see, we even have a problem with vocabulary. You see, the word to know in the Bible is the word to sleep with. Adam knew his wife. Anything you know is what you have slept with, meditated on. In other words, things can be happening around, but don't go to bed with them. It shouldn't get into your spirit. So don't know them. I already said that, honey, there is nothing to know outside of. Because those things are facts. They are vanity. I tell people, yesterday I was telling the church, that there's nothing about the devil to know. No, the whole being is a lie. And people want to know about the devil. Instead of knowing Christ. Honey, everything there is to know is in Christ. So what you need to know, that I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. That you may comprehend with all the saints. The length, the breadth, the height, the depth. Your daily experience must be knowing him. I said here in church that I found out. That we are supposed to teach the unsearchable, incalculable, fathomless, I mean, boundless, inexhaustible riches in Christ. And I said, there's so much riches in Christ that cannot be exhausted. And we are preaching something else. And we are learning something else. (laughs) In that world, the only thing that is relevant is Christ. Anything you know 
that is not truth it's vanity Solomon the wisest man who ever lived said beware of making many books now don't misunderstand me if there's anything I want to do now I want to read more I want to do more creative thinking and I want to know how to make more money you didn't hear me no no three days ago somebody said prophet what do you need prophet what do you need I know the person wants to be praying for me I didn't have to think because I'm a man of purpose those are the three things I want now number one I want to be able to read number two I want to be able to get into creative thinking because everything is here if I can just make time and think small and number three how to be able to make some more money you didn't hear me <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't read I beg you but Solomon said be careful of making many books for much learning is the weariness of the flesh in fact I believe if Pastor Doris wants to keep those statistics in his head about mortality rate for I mean maternal deaths and she can even collapse or if Mama Angie decides to come with all that statistic in her head she'll be depressed every day baby Wana says the grandmother taught her something he said the fact you cannot ignore but the truth is what you apply when you get all the facts the truth sets you free when you get all the facts the truth gives you the wisdom when you get all the facts the truth is what is going to help you the facts shows you the state of affairs but the truth is the wisdom it's God's mind concerning the situation and it's in the Bible you have to let me show you something if you want to be a winner every morning spend some time reading your rhapsodies of reality and then having some few minutes to hear Holy Ghost speak into your life you will never be unfruitful in this life after resurrection Sunday what next to know is this one the new realm of experience and the new realm of existence honey some people are getting laid though by the time they are being gathered and being born we have assets in the world to come we have cities real estates we have too much possession we have too much riches of christ now by the time they are getting born again you know some of you are sitting down here you think you have more time to get born again and you are not even afraid i mean you are not even afraid i'm serious you are not even afraid that god himself says that people will die eternally you are not even afraid you are bold you are so bold too bold wow verily verily i say unto you unless a man be born unless a man be born again you see when you read the new testament verily verily it's like i swear that's the import of that word i swear jesus has sworn that unless a man be born again you two say well 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 how can you tell jesus is swearing that unless and he said you must be born again nicodemus you must you are ruler of the jews you are religious but you must and you are here listening to me you are a nice guy you do a lot of good things but you must unless a man be born again he cannot see let alone enter listen eternal life is not a scope the longevity eternal life is a person we are going to live in him if you don't have christ you can be a nice muslim a kind buddhist a generous shintoist you don't have eternal life because eternal life is not benevolence eternal life is not righteous living eternal life is a person and jesus is the eternal life eternal life that was with God that was what was revealed there's a healing anointing right now I feel there are some people here you've been having some tingling feeling and numbness 
and you feel it's not proper the Lord is healing you right now he said what language is that the man is speaking it's the language of the new world it says this sign shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues so you just heard a new tongue I was determined not to know anything except Christ and him crucified. I was determined not to know anything. If we can live like that. I just want to know him. I want to know him. I was determined. You have to be determined because there are a lot of things that will distract you. Even a guy who brought you to Christ can distract you. Are you here? I was determined not to know anything except christ and him crucified hello now there's somebody here your backbone here your vertebral column i think your sacral vertebra you have a bone here and uh, there's a little twist it's a little bit twisted out of shape and it gives you such pain now all the people who have been feeling the tingling thing in their body and numbness i want them to be on their feet about five people numbness and tingling something in your body be in your feet now the person who has this terrible pain oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god i saw in a vision i saw in a vision right now a garment like a suit or a jacket but the jacket is like a person and i saw that you walk and entered into that suit or that jacket and that jacket was like a house first it was like an ordinary jacket but when you look at it you see that it's a person and then the thing became like a house now that is the lord that vision is the lord what i saw was i saw you enter into the healing house that jacket is the Lord that house is a healing house you just step into your healing oh I say you just step into your healing there are three people here with migraine it's like they are drumming your head terrible migraine but I'm you're one of them yes because God told me you were one and then one person was here yes I know exactly that and then one more person you know in him is life by his tribes in that city nobody will say i'm sick because you are living in the healing alexina i can't wait to see us eating of the tree of life in heaven put this thing down come see that maybe we'll not be married there but when i see you i'll know this was my wife and 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 then i'll just no no seriously I can imagine it in heaven and I see sister Alexina eating the, from the tree of life and then he said Prince Prince you want some I said yeah give me some hallelujah now that's why that's why unbelievers don't believe us because they think this heaven that you people talk about is it that real and this hell and you are so indifferent and don't care about us whether we go to the hell or go to the heaven but that's where we shall be and then she'll go and be playing on her white horse and i'll say alexina i remember those days those days when we were spouses according to the flesh when in the days of our flesh we used to do intercession and we used to preach the word of life then she'll go and play on a white horse more and then go and swim in the river of life small then i will come out of my mansion and then she will visit my mansion and say prince is this your mansion i say yeah then i'll visit hers and i'll say see odifua
We must do everything to take everybody there. Everybody must go to heaven. And then you'll go, go and swim more in the river of life. Hallelujah. Yesterday, I told the church here that even in heaven and in the world to come, we'll be using cars and aeroplanes. Because according to my Bible, God got a limousine. And I explained that some of you think that heaven is some chokery, small place. The world to come is so big and so vast. You can't even imagine it. It's so big. And we need to move. We say, oh, but we are spirits. We can just fly. Uh-uh. God can fly. Why was he using a chariot? God has a chariot. He ride on a cherub. God has a horse. God has a car. We call it chariot, but it's still a car. And God got his personal jet. So in heaven, I'm going to just step out into my jet. And I'm telling you, it's going to be one of the most beautiful jets ever. Because God knows I like good things. You know, last week I was in Italy. And I said, God, even if I don't like anything about these guys, just the finesse. Charlie, the guys, they get taste. Hey! Mitrese! If you see wood, you see wood in his glory. From the marble my hotel you don't even know the things at door except for where to put the key you wouldn't know the things at door i was telling the church yesterday that robert Lydon said when jesus laughs the whole heaven shakes when he laughs the whole heaven shakes <laughs> and he explained he said because the joy of the lord is his strength <laughs> Hallelujah! He said, he said, it's just it's just a wonder to see Jesus laughing. He said, the whole heaven just shakes. You know, some people had still seen some Jesus that was hanging on the cross. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> You know, I told the Lord, I told him, I said, Lord, you know, that means Shed Danye, a very good singer. But when it comes to what to sing and what to play, I know it. So let me be the choir conductor in heaven. <laughs> let me just say, this is how the Lord loves it for breakfast. And some of you again, you think we won't eat in heaven. Oh, oh. I mean, what part of the Bible have you been reading? Some of you don't know we eat in heaven. Ah. Some people don't even know angels eat. Everything you see on earth here, you see the better one in heaven. Manna was angels' food. Some people ate it and for 40 years, their body became supernatural. Even their clothes were affected. The anointing affected their clothes. It was growing with them. Angel's food. He said, men did eat angel's food. And God eats. Jesus eats. He says, I will not drink of this vine until I drink it with you, with my father. He will take the wine with us. So, when we're going for breakfast, then I come and I say, heavenly choir. And I believe Pastor Edinam will be there. Conducting the choir with me. And uh, Gloria will be leading Carrie Job's song. The ground began to say, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Are you here? Pastor John, what will you be doing in heaven? You'll be teaching the pneumaticals. My brother says he will be the protocol for Jesus. We have said all the posts. If you don't look for some right now, who makes you? <laughs> Maybe you watch the place after dining. But glorify, glorify. In him we live and move and have our being.
Oh, that's my new world. There are some things the Bible says we shouldn't do because you have not so learned Christ. He said, where you are, the things you are learning, this one, no day inside. You have not so learned Christ. I see prophecy in your mouth. Every time you speak, it doesn't put somebody down. It lifts somebody up. The way you even see people has changed from today. You know there are people who don't have any respect for human beings. No respect for human life. They don't even care. But the way you see things is beginning to change. Don't entertain the devil one minute. Don't let him show you any horrible picture. Let the Holy Ghost show you all the nice pictures to build your faith. The devil wants to have dominion over your mind. So he keeps showing you bad and negative pictures. But refuse them. Cast down those imaginations. And say, I have not so learned Christ. And the things you have learned about Christ, say them. Do them. And say, I'm just rehearsing. How I'm going to live with the Lord. We're going to play with the Lord. Sing with Him. Rejoice with Him. He's your best friend. 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 There is none like the Lord. There's none like the Lord. There's none like the Lord. There's none like the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. surrender all in everything I give to you thank you Jesus I want you to see the Lord standing right in front of you and I want you to talk to him talk to him talk to him master friend comforter my lover my father the one who understands me that I don't need to explain myself the one who loves me more than I love myself. It's the my strength. That's the secret that David had. God was his salvation. And God was his song. He was his refuge, his high tower, his strong tower, his deliverer. God was David's everything, including his song. Every time the Lord was in David's mouth, the Lord became his song. Oh, God, no friend like Jesus. We love you, Lord. Talk to him. Talk to the Holy Ghost. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
healing through your body the life of jesus through your body it will maglaha kustosho toto vesparadala klomari handi zestesis if ma amashpahila oh come on come on come on come on guess on this over here too somebody begin to praise god for the healing of this woman begin to tango for the life of this woman thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus open your mouth and thank god for her healing thank god for her healing thank god for her healing come on thank god for her healing thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. 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 I can hear you, church. I can hear you, church. I can hear you, church. Open your mouth and pray, 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 church. Open your mother pray church. Hori batabata. Open your mother pray church. Morabasata. 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 Ondevisa. Anybody sick in this service, just raise your right hand. Anybody sick in the service, there's a miracle anointing. There's a healing anointing right now. Hisma Okalasa. The Bible says in that city, nobody will say I'm sick. There's healing here. There's restoration here. There's life here. Jesus says, I'm the resurrection and the life. I am. People of God, resurrection is here. Life is here. The Bible says. Jesus has abolished death and has brought immortality and life to light by the gospel. Lift up your hand and receive your healings. If you are sick in your body, lift your hands and receive. Holding the keyboard for now. Now the Lord said to me in three days in three days some of you are going to receive you're going to have an encounter and in the encounter you receive the anointing to raise the dead God told me that and he cannot lie he cannot lie now the Lord said to me that there are projects 12 projects here that look like they are failing but i heard the lord said to me there's no failing in me and the spirit of the lord said i have taken over your projects there are 20 in all but 12 12 feel like the project is failing 12 12 12 Who come on? Who saw? 
Kulahisha and Kostus. Hahia Hakal, Hakla, no, sir. Aklo Otomuspo. Gihai as and I make all things new, said the Lord. Oh, people of God, believe. Oh, I'm small and small. Giver, Elijah. Every time we prophesy, things happen. Every time. For prophecy never came at any time by the will of man. But holy men of God spake as they were moved of the Holy Ghost. When we prophesy, things happen. I see it every day. I hear testimonies every day. Too many testimonies to document. Listen. The Lord tells me that it's not happening in 100 days. He said to me, it happens in three seconds. I saw the Lord just move. And he said, what you are saying will take 100 days. I said to you, it happened in three seconds. I saw the Lord Jesus actually walking in this place. Holding something in his hand and giving to people. That didn't look like a book. But I know it's not just a book. And what the Lord said to me, that there are many of you that are walking with me. I'm handing over certain things to you. I believe that's your life mission statement. I believe that's your life assignment. I believe some of the responsibility of heaven is being handed over to men today. People of God. I see the Pauls again. I see the Barnabases again. I see the Josephs again. I see people of God, the Abrahams again. Ah, the anointing is here. The anointing is here. The anointing is here. Conchon, close in. Himaha. You know what I just happened? God just enlarged your capacity. God just enlarged your capacity. Your faith level. Hey! God just told me something. God just told me something. Listen. I saw in the vision. Building projects. Some of you are building the skyscrapers in Ghana here. several floors special towers people of God this prophecy the anointing to build the anointing to build the Holy Ghost is telling me to say to these people of God that you will soar you will soar upon high as angels Listen, there is nobody around me that will fail. Even if you are a sweeper in this church, you cannot fail. Listen, I'm speaking the authority of the Lord now. There's nobody in this place who will fail. One assurance Jesus keeps giving me is that you shall not be ashamed. There's nobody who has lifted his head to believe the Lord that will bow down head in shame. As it is written, whosoever believeth in him shall not be ashamed. As it is written. Shame knows that it is written. The devil knows that it is written. Your circumstance knows that it is written. Your marriage that look like you are about to be disgraced knows that it is written. Your business, your finances knows that it is written. Your health, the sickness knows that it is written. Those around me know that 
I wasn't even sure I was going to preach today. And look at me here shouting. When he said he needed a place to rest before the service, I understood it clearly because when we finished preparing, I said, I will tell you, I took all my clothes and went to lie on the bed because I couldn't, I was that exhausted. I even had to change the clothes I wore for church because, you know, that's the priestly garment and it's a little bit heavy. It's like three or four layers. And I couldn't breathe, so I put it down and I took something light. But here am I with divine energy. With the oracle of God in my mouth. You shall not fail. Somehow your scholarship will go through. Somehow that contract will go through. Somehow your ministry will not fail. Listen. Listen. I don't know everything. But at least I know that God doesn't lie. For God is not a man to lie. Not the son of a man to repent. I don't know everything, but I know this. That God cannot lie. The reason why Jesus died and rose and revived was so he would be Lord over the dead and the living. Look at me. Romans 14, 9. The reason why Jesus died and rose and revived was so that he will become Lord over death and Lord over life. In other words, when your situation is even dead, Jesus is Lord over it. I say, Jesus is Lord over it. I say, Jesus is Lord over it. Yesterday night, I went to minister somewhere. And I started prophesying to people. One of the most beautiful cases was a lady that was called. That God said, You have taken six children. None of them are your children. They're orphans. And you have been feeding them. And the lady jumped up. And the Lord began to speak to the lady. Is it not heartwarming to know? That God knows every detail of our lives. And he cares. It says when you go through the waters. They will not overflow you. It says when you go through the rivers. I will be with you. When you go through fire. They will not kindle upon you. When the Lord says I'm with you. It's not a religious jargon. God doesn't play religion. It is real. When God says I'm with you, it's not a religious jargon. Men can say that. God doesn't play religion. God doesn't have time for games. When God says I'm with you, he's with you. When God says it is well, it's not a cliche. When God says it is well, know it is well. The song says, My heart leans in, my soul must sing. That's it. My heart leans in, my soul must sing. Just that part.
send the drums. Oh